Hey guys, Liam Duggan here, captain of the Four Wheel Drive Podcast. We're driven by the Shelter Brewing Co. and are a part of Backchat Studios. You can support us on Patreon where you can get bonus content and episodes before everybody else. Head to patreon.com forward slash the Four Wheel Drive Podcast. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. As a southern river band with Let It Ride, bring us in, Ronnie. The Four Drive podcast, driven by Shelter, is back, and currently we are on a Salt Lake. So, if we wanted to find ourselves on Instagram or on YouTube at the moment at Backchat Studios or the Four Drive podcast, uh, we couldn't because there's no service out here. <laughs> there's no service here. Uh, we've got around the fire pit with Maxis. We've got the Maxis on the truck back there, mate. Yeah, Looking mate. Uh, very pretty, and we're not going to test them too far into this salt lake just in case we drop down. But mate, you've landed us on a beautiful spot on this uh, on this camping trip. Yeah, I thought you guys might like it. Um, I mean, I, I gave you two options last night. One was the bush, yeah, and one was the salt lake, surrounded by bush. And what did the voice from uh, voice from above choose, mate? The voice from beyond. You guys were a fair bit behind because of the dust. <laughs> when you guys got within signal, I heard Jaden. He was he was like, "Did you hear what I said before?" I'm saying Salt Lake. Yeah. The track, we, we were eight. I was screaming on the radio, Salt yeah. Lake. Jaden kept saying, hello, <laughs> hello. I was like, I don't think they got you, mate. Uh, but no, we, speak about the track in, though. We, so we're not going to disclose where we are because this uh, is it's a, a... It's a bit of a we, secret spot on to me. It's a little people. bit selfish of us, but, yeah. you know, like there's, there's plenty of Salt Lakes around. This is just the one that you've, you know, this yeah. is yours. There's plenty of salt lakes around. I'm not going to claim this is mine, but there are no tire tracks out here, yeah. and I want to keep it that way. Pretty untouched. As soon as you disclose where Salt Lake is, they get driven on. Well, it's pretty specky. I've never camped on here, but the the back to that track in, it was just like we were probably we measured it. We might have lost contact about seven k's, seven and a half k's from each other. Yeah, there's a few hills in between. I think even like at three k's. Um, Rafa was dropping out as well. Yeah, Rafa, oh, right. Yeah, because yeah. Rafa was, was between us. Yes, yeah. In the trophy. His antenna's on the front. Where's yeah, your antenna short on, one. on the Mine's Ranger? on the front, but I've got the high okay. one up, so yeah. I would have had some good some good clearance. But, yeah, the dust from – so if Rafa was two to three k's behind you, we were probably four k's at least behind Rafa. It was thick. And it was hanging around thick yeah. on the road. It was tough, very tough going. I know I was in front, but it was it was. I know how thick it was because you had that truck come yeah, the other way. Yeah, yeah, just um, bellows of dust. Yeah, bastard yeah. didn't slow down. Either. Yeah, <laughs> so I had to pull over to the side. It just comes, couldn't see anything. So I can only imagine what it'll be like for you guys because you got Rafa's my dust, my dust, and you've got Rafa's dust, my dust, the truck's dust. What's, you had to pull up for a while, eh? Yeah, well, we we, we got down to like probably 20, 30 k's. We we copped the truck in a in a like a little dip, little valley thing, oh, and yeah. it just. There was not a breath. We've had wind every other moment of the of <laughs> one the time trip. we need wind, and the one time we needed it, it just disappeared. But yeah. it made for once we got here and the and the moon came up. We had almost a full moon last night. It was uh, yeah, right. it was unlike anything I'd really it seen was, or camped on specky. before. Yeah, it was specky. But one other thing that was uh, a bit out there was uh, when we were looking out there. Oh, you, you kept yeah. catching like these <laughs> lights in the eye, and we thought, oh. What's, what's going on, Duggo? Yeah, well, we're just too many sitting, shelters or what? And, nah, and then I, we saw it. Yeah, I know. Well, that's what I was. I was happy because Jono and Rafa had just gone to bed, so there was only the three of us left. So no wonder they don't believe us when we woke up this morning. But we saw some. It was strange. Some, yeah, some strange lights in the sky, and I'm not a big believer in all of that. But there was something. There was something. <laughs> there was there. something constantly moving. I don't know if it was four, 
things going around in a loop or if it was one like was people bizarre. are going to think we're crazy we but thought it was a power line getting some reflection there's no power yeah. line out here uh I don't we know. thought atmospheric and then we thought, thought meteorites. It was pretty close yeah right, we we went through it all i don't think sorry about the flies too people the big live audience today there oh mate this this is this is nice there's not many flies really oh yeah yeah we're on a salt lake so you get a slight breeze had we been up in the bush you'd be oh, copying way yeah. more I reckon you'd be able to hear him on the mic, but anyway, some weird, some weird shit going on. Yeah, some weird shit. It probably going wasn't on. that weird. It was, there's probably a very clear and easy explanation for it. I'm putting my money on that it was just meteorites, but on a really low on the horizon. But it was just really bizarre how it was in that one spot the whole time, yeah. and we still saw, um, you know, the planet Mars slowly going down. Yeah. The voice from beyond was saying, "Get your camera out and take a shot and let's have a closer look." Oh yeah. An hour later, I get the camera. I should have got it earlier. So it was a bit of a late night. <laughs> it was so. a late night, yeah. And an <laughs> early morning. Sometimes you guys don't listen to me. Oh, no, I know. What was that? Sometimes you don't listen to me. What was that? What's that? <laughs> got you. Fuck. <laughs> We're a bit tired, aren't we? It's right, early. It's pretty, yeah. It's like, it feels like it's 10 a.m., but it's, what, 7 a.m. <laughs> at the moment? We're pretty much... Well, yeah. sun caught us out this morning, eh? Oh, I, did, I didn't expect that. Yeah. Um, I'm not willing to put my money on what that was, but, yeah... There's something going on, and you've got proof now on your camera. So I do. I've got proof. If anyone wants to, yeah. If wants anyone to, wants to see the photos, just yeah. give us a DM or explain it for us, please. Yeah, there's send, probably send an easy explanation. And I, I know I met a, an astronomer at the uh, at the Adelaide Four Wheel Drive Show recently. Was it Tim? You were saying? I think it was Tim. I, I think it was Tim. Um, but he, if he's listening to the podcast, uh, maybe maybe hit us up because yeah, get in contact. Is I'd, Tim Tim we gave the Maxis giveaway to? I think we di- I think he I think he did get a prize or did he get a, a, chair? Or asked a question. I'm not too sure, and it may not be Tim. So um, yeah, well, <laughs> I met an astronomer yeah. who has a has a YouTube channel. So um, yeah, hopefully he is listening, and we can yeah we get, can figure this yeah. out. Get in touch if your name is Tim. Please get in touch, Tim. And what I'll do, if you get in touch, I'll then post the photos on my feed and I'll tag I'll tag Tim. Oh, hopefully, nice. Hopefully it's Tim. Very nice. Yeah, if it's not Tim, sorry. <laughs> Mr. T. Tim. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it was that that was incredible. But uh, back to the back to the landscape that we're on. I think hopefully we can layer in some some footage. I think Rafa got some footage earlier on of uh, how we're operating out here and it's Yeah. You know, it's sort of it's you don't really want to. It's, don't it's really beautiful. Want to leave. The voice from beyond. Are we able to put uh, one of those photos up of the salmon gum? Yeah. Oh, we yeah. We'll, we'll be overlaying a bunch of different footage okay. on um, on YouTube. So, right. so I'll if put you... up some photos on Instagram as well. Yeah, uh, yeah. When the episode comes out, but we'll um, the people will be able to see. Awesome. So, folks, if you, I encourage you jump over on on YouTube yeah. after you listen to this, maybe, and and just have a look at them. Some of the photos. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's good. It. Uh, the voice from beyond also would like to see those photos because he was still sleeping when we were looking at the salmon yeah. gum, so <laughs> he'd be seeing those for the first time. <laughs> How? Oh, I just got a fly. Oh, no. Oh, fly number one. Oh, my fly God. Fly number one. <laughs> That's disgusting. How early were you guys up? Because when I, when I woke up, it was six. Mate, um, oh. I heard and Rafa. I thought that was like, I was like, fuck, I'm up early. Rafa went to the men's room. I reckon he reckons it was 5.30, I reckon it was 4.30, and I could see this beautiful orange aurora on the on like the edge. Yeah. The sun was just rising, and then I picked up my phone to have a look, and I was like, oh, no, it's 4.30. Yeah. I went to bed at 1. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, we went to bed quite late. What, you went to bed, Duggo. Yep. And then we grabbed the camera out and started taking photos mm. of whatever was going on. Yeah, yeah. I could hear his, uh, yeah frolicking around out there in the salt lake frolicking is a good word um, yeah we were doing a bit of frolicking actually we? we found what was the camera what about the what you saw this we saw emu prints last night but what oh, about the um that yeah. might be another photo you have to put up and tag the emu in it if he's around because that was a that's a big emu print john i reckon's of size 11 i'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna try and tag the correct emu though because there's oh, yeah. a few out there oh there man was, there's like an intersection out there there's like emu prints going across each yeah. other it's really oh, cool. really yeah yeah um the some more photos here. I've got like my size 13 boot and then there's massive emu print yeah. next to it and it's pretty impressive. Yeah, that is that is awesome. Um, and you know what? I would love to see an emu when I have a camera in my hand running across. We've seen yeah. some before. Oh, yeah. how's, how's the heat distortion? Turn your head 30 degrees. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Look, there, it's gone. Speak, speaking of heat, heat distortion, um, out, 
out near, you know, the uh, my favourite place, the uh, south, the east southwest of Western Australia, which we which we <laughs> we drove past not long ago. Yeah, well, yeah, from a well, distance. Yeah, yeah, on across the highway. So down there on the Salt Lakes, I had a tag along uh, crew down there once, and we saw what we thought was a two-legged camel. It looked like a two-legged camel. Turns out the heat distortion um, was bouncing back, and it was just an emu. Uh, was it massive, or was it just? It looked ma- it looked bigger than yeah, what it was. Right. It was just this. It was weird. Yeah. And we, everyone, there was like twelve car convoy. Everyone's looking and going, "Is what is that?" <laughs> Thank God there was a twelve car convoy because <laughs> if you had have said that followed well closely. After what we just spoke about seeing in the sky, yeah, maybe um, it was a um, emu running across the sky that we saw. Well, I'm just glad there's proof of all of this for for Ronnie because otherwise we'd yeah. be thinking he's gone mad. Otherwise we'll sound crazy. We wouldn't have talked about this if we didn't get the photos. No, nah, 100. Yeah. No, we we sort of we agreed on that last night. Should we, we be talking about this at all? Uh, probably not. We should talk about camp setups. Actually, yeah, let's talk about that because yeah, we've got we've got in the background the uh, the humble abode. My swag, which is a pretty bloody big swag. That is a big swag. Um, and obviously the ranger in the back. And then we've got the, the roof-converted troopy, which is just looking like an animal on the roads. And the tracks last night when we got into camp, obviously it was in the dark, it was all lit up. and All the party lights and everything. Just, yeah, the party <laughs> lights were on. Raffa had the party lights on. It, it looked – we pulled up behind Raffa when he, when he was waiting at the marker for us and it was like we thought it – was an army tank. It looked, it genuinely looked that tough. But um, back to the setup. Yeah. Like the, the ease that you are getting into bed with at night. Um, it helped last night getting to bed so late. You know, yeah. I'm, when I swag it, I'm notorious for rolling up my swag at the very end of the night. I'm the last, I, I sometimes I'll sit in my swag. Oh, like setting it up. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone goes to bed and I'm like, oh shit, I'm still going to get set my swag up. Yeah. And yep. then I'll set it up in the dark. Yeah, I think that's why I have to do it as soon as I get to camp. It's the best way. So to do you it. know the old tins before tents and all tents that stuff. So I yeah, think I've got to yeah. be. I've, I, I am tent. Yeah. Before tins. Well, you know what happened the other night when I went tins before tents, I dropped my tin. Remember? Oh, you did too. Yeah. And we were very low on tins. <laughs> Lost a tin and then you <laughs> <laughs> straight to tents. Um, yeah. But yeah, so yourself and Rafa with the with the uh, the bloopy um, roof conversion as well. It's it's literally. It is literally 30 seconds. It's clip, clip, Velcro, rip, push up. No, that's, a, that's it. That, what's the, what's, what's the uh, company that did you can the, the conversion? Oh, uh, Mulgo. That so, should be no, Mulgo. It's, it's a Mulgo, but it's, oh, yeah. It should oh, be it, their, yeah that, that should be their cash cry. Expedition Centre. Daniel from Expedition Centre. <laughs> ah, Center. right. That, yeah, that's yeah. got to be their, their cash cry, doesn't it? Yeah. What was it? Fam- family business, business run oh, in Australia. Australian made. Yeah, right. Just want to drop that in there. Yeah, absolutely. We <laughs> yeah. don't mind a little plug here and there. <laughs> So, Daniel, um, if you're listening, it's it's click, click, Velcro, rip, push up. <laughs> I don't know, I just made it up there. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, Have I mean, you guys got the same rooftop? Yeah, yeah, we do. Oh, it is. Um, he, look, Raffers will be much easier to open because he doesn't have anything on top, so it'll be nice and light. Although he will have to use a little bit more muscle to pull it down. So you're, you've got the same awning as Raffa, don't you? I do, yeah. Yeah, because I, I held some of the pieces at the show that Raffa is using in his awning. And they're so lightweight that when I saw Rafa hanging off it today, I was so shocked to see. I poked my head out of the swag and Rafa was setting up and he's hanging off his off his awning to set up the that little pop, yeah. that cool little pole that sits up top to create the... It, if, yeah, because if he can't hang off is. it, if a gust of wind, some of the winds that we've been been experiencing, if they get hold of it, you know, they'll just bend arms otherwise. Yeah, but I, I was just... I was shocked to see when I felt that. Like I was shocked when I held the pieces in mm. at the show, but then didn't I hadn't seen it in in full flight yet. I just like how the, the arms are telescopic and it gives you that like, yeah. square shape. And that's and what that's what he was saying. He got the design from like a yeah, like a, from the um standard old last night. Yeah, the, the standard morning. with the round poles. Yeah, and then he had right. trouble yep. finding the with the round poles. So it's been a bit of R and D. Done in yeah. that one, that's that's for sure. But yeah, hats off to them, you know. Yeah, it's a bloody quality product. Um, so we, we've been cooking. So we haven't bought food since we left at no. the start of the trip. So we haven't bought any more food post leaving. Post leaving South Australia, we what did we have? We had um, we had three three meals. Yep. And the last one we ate last night, 
Yes, that I'll was bloody what, good. Jono missed, missed out. out. Jono, big time. Jono missed out, mate. Oh, how good was, mate? Yeah, it was Jono's recipe too. Kind of happy Jono <laughs> wasn't there though, because we got we got a decent amount of seconds. Honestly, there <laughs> <So>. was <laughs> the pot was nearly overflowing. I was like, boys, I hope you're hungry. Yeah. Um, so we had um, we had Thai green curry. Um, I used the whole the whole jar of the paste. You're supposed to use two tablespoons, so I put the whole jar in. A little bit hot for Jaden and Rafa. <laughs> Pretty good for us. Mate, it was good. And then two packs of rice, uh, one kilo of chicken. Yeah. Mate, I don't think we need to eat on the way back. No, nah, I'm pretty I'm pretty right. But we had, you nailed the pork roast the night before. Yeah, accidentally nailed it. Accidentally nailed it, which is, the crackle was some of the best I've ever had. I, I, can't, I can't believe the way the crackle happened. So normally you you put it in, in the Weber, because we had it in your Weber. Yep, little baby And then we cute. smash the heat, right? And then you get that crustacean on top. You get the crackle. And then you turn it right down, you cook the rest. We did it reverse because the wind yeah, was, was so bad. And yeah. then also overloaded your, um, your Weber queue yeah, up. Yeah, it, bus- it was busy in there. It was very busy. So the convection just couldn't do anything. So it was like slow cooked. It was literally slow cooked for three hours, maybe more. Yeah, it probably was more to be honest. And then I sorted it out and then smashed the heat. And it was, yeah, I agree. Yeah, it was some of the best good. crackle Yeah, and then. Had. We've had so last night was on the just on the on the stove here at the back of Raffers. Yep. Weber Q for dinner plus a little bit of rice with it. Um, yeah, we had, we've been eating a before. lot of rice, haven't we? And then the first night. The first night. Steaks. The cowboy steaks. Yeah. Straight on the fire. Straight on the coals. Yeah. Straight on the coals. Sorry, and came up an absolute treat. What did we have with that? We had our mash. Jalapeno, oh, that's right. Jalapeno oh, mash. yeah, the jalapeno mash. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was good too. Yeah. Yeah, so, what, talk us through the... Um, the whole process? Yeah, well, go on. Give us the whole process. Yeah. All right, so the, the steaks, I actually made a mistake there as well. Uh, I forgot the oil of steaks. I salted and peppered them, and what you do, you're supposed to oil them after that, towel dry them at the start, of course. You make a nice bed of coals. To get that, it's best to use uh, sticks that are like the size of your thumb. Burn all that down, get it really hot, and just keep doing that so you have a nice bit of coals. Then you grab your meat and you throw it straight on the coals. Not on the fire. You need the fire to, to be burnt down. You can burn around it, but where the coals are, you slap it straight on it. Yep. And the amount of intense heat that's, that's in those coals, you're looking at 500 to sometimes 700 degrees Celsius. Right. That just instantly caramelizes the, the sugars in the blood and just seals that steak. And it is absolutely amazing. But you've got to be careful. You leave it on for about a minute, pick it up, flip it over, preferably on another section of um, really hot coals, Yep. if you can. If not, right where it is. And that will then seal the other side, but no more than two minutes tops. Take it off, let it rest, and you'll have one of the best steaks yeah. you will ever have. And it's not sandy. No, can, it wasn't. Can... I was surprised by that, actually. Yeah. John is saying, make sure you grab wood without sand as little sand as you can but even yeah. like of course you can't avoid it completely but it was um yeah there wasn't i wasn't yeah. chewing on anything else other than steak you just gotta make sure that whatever whatever um tree or plant you're burning is not you know poisonous or toxic yes <laughs> as well make sure the fire is clean as well so you'd almost want to have a fire next to the fire pit and then when you're done scoop it up into the fire pit yeah yeah because yep. people burn all kinds of stuff in fires and you don't want plastic and Aluminium through your food. Yeah. What about the, those little packets of um, oh, the mash and the oh. and the eggs? So this is something Jono put me onto. You can get mashed potato frozen. So all you got to do is just warm it up, and just warm it up nice and slow. Throw a, throw a, a shit ton of butter in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jalapenos, and just bit just of cheese. Let it go. Yeah, cheese as well. You get that little stringy texture in it. Um, sorry, listeners, if you're getting hungry. Yeah. I'm getting hungry just thinking about it. We haven't it. had brekkie this morning, have we? <laughs> no, we haven't. We had a muesli bar. Oh, that's right. And two coffees. Um, I don't think I need the second, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I might just hold off. Uh, yeah, so it's been... Good meal. It, we ha- great meal. But it's, we've been eating a lot. We have been. We've been eating well, and that's what Jade and I were saying in the car. We we haven't, since the shops, apart from a snack here and there at the, you know, maybe top chocolate up or... I've got some pods in the back, which I forgot to bring out last night. But anyway, um, it was that one shop in Adelaide. We sort of shared 
the shopping a little yeah. bit. Um, you guys did all the lunches. Uh, we did the the dinners. Yeah, and we had a little bit of everyone had a little bit of stuff left over in the fridges yeah. anyway, so it was kind of it's getting pretty empty now. Eddie, yeah, poor <laughs> Rafa is about to do the Holland track. Yeah, and um, he, he was going to offer us his his eggs this morning. He was going to offer his eggs this morning, and I've got completely nothing to offer him back. <laughs> Unfortunately, I've got like that much milk yeah. that he can have. But um, yeah, it's been it's been good. It's been a really good, I suppose. Uh, it's not an eye opener because I knew what camp meals entailed and what it was all about, but I just. I love doing coming across from South Australia and not having to rely on the roadhouses for food. Like we yeah. relied on the, them for fuel, obviously, but then we've been able to eat um, eat really well, good, decent meals. Definitely not you, going hungry. You don't have to just eat simple stuff all, all the time. Yeah, and often just a method with simple stuff, you can make it taste so much better as yep. well, rather than relying on sauces and stuff. Although we all we. Like a bit of sauce. <laughs> yeah, there's been some uh, good options for the condiments there. but it, We're running low on them too. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what, we are running low on. We had another crack at Wheel Nut Roulette. Ooh. And again, a little bit of a downer for us because who? Jono. Well, Jono lost again. Jono lost again. And the he punish, had two choices. Yeah. He had, oh, geez, wasn't he quick to... So anyway, <laughs> the, the story goes, I was... We, we arrived here at camp and we'd lay, like laid the swags out and stuff like that and I, I, mine was still rolled up and I was struggling a little bit just like I don't know why easy task but I was in, just stru- in the dark maybe yeah oh, that, probably, <laughs> that probably helps I was struggling to just sort of unclip it for some reason and I thought to myself hang on I, I, I don't need to be doing this is it we, we were meant to play you wheel may not need to be doing it but and yeah the and risk well the risk was that it was going to be me anyway. And then, you set up everyone's sweat. Yeah, so then I was like, if I go and check this in, it's me. I'm setting everyone up here. Yeah. But walk around the tyre and there's there's Jono. And I reckon Jono might have actually checked it before I had and uh, maybe kept that one quiet. But he, he was pretty easy. So we had the option of another... Yeah, habana- another habanaro. Habanaro. I don't think I say that properly. Habanaro. 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 I think it's all right. Something yeah. like that. that yeah. The hot chilli. Yeah, yeah. Or set up camp. And, of course, he chose the chilli and it was just a... It was just another snack for Rafa. Rafa is pissing again. He's having a piss off in his, while we're having. That is my view. While we're sitting here he, doing a podcast, I'm looking over this beautiful salmon gums, and there's Rafa. He's had having a piss. What's the time? Someone check the time, please. Mate, don't shake it more than twice. Otherwise, you're playing with it. So he's holding That's up four. four. What's the time? It's twenty to eight. So within th- three hours, Rafa's had four. <laughs> Four pisses. And he woke me up this morning when he had a piss at 4.30am. And now there's starting to become a pattern because we've mentioned on the podcast before about <laughs> rappers' piss stops. That's why it's taken us seven days to cross the Nullarbor. <laughs> but uh, that is incredible. We're definitely getting our leg, stri- leg the, stretches. The in. Salt Lake's filling up. Um, <laughs> where were we? What were we talking about? Something so, that sounds so boring look, now um, that Rafa's pissed again. If our listeners aren't quite up to date with the uh, um, Wheel Nut Roulette, oh, because yeah. it was two, maybe it could have been two episodes or one episode ago, uh, basically, um, Wheel Nut Roulette is a, it's a fun game. Every family could even play this as well. Maybe not put the chilies on the kids. <laughs> <laughs> so you write your initials or whatever symbol you want on the Wheel Nut. When you arrive to camp and the vehicle has stopped, the wheel nut that's closest to the bottom is, well, some might call it a winner, but it'll be the loser. I would definitely call it a loser. The loser, the one that has to do the challenge, and it could be setting up the entire camp, like you mentioned, or eating a habanero. Of course, he chooses a habanero. Yeah. We and met a bloke in Adelaide, your uh, Benji. Yeah. What What did he do? He lost wheel nut roulette, didn't oh, he? My and he God. had to do something absolutely horrible. Yeah, so <laughs> I liked that. That's that when we played the first. This is this is Jono's game. <laughs> so we played Wheel Nut Roulette. We went to do a fire run. We came back to Twilight Cove and we parked up, and everyone's running around now because we did dots. We didn't do initials. Everyone's like, "Oh yeah, it's not. Oh no, it's is me." <laughs> Dot. How yeah, did we you? We had dots. We had like dot dice. Oh, but everyone I forgot how many you. dots gotcha. they were. Yeah, yeah. It looked a bit messy. It was with uh, nail polish, so it was kind of a bit smudged and stuff. So it took you a while to figure out. Who, oh, it's not me. Who had, uh, who had nail polish? Uh, Raffa's Raff, Raffa's partner. Ah, yeah. right. Liz, say, no worries. Liz, yeah, had, yeah. Liz had the nail polish. All clear. It ended up staying in my car too, I think. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> that's why I got my boots on. Can't see it. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, uh, um, Benji... <laughs> Benji, the challenge was a sandwich. 
So every person could pick an ingredient to put into the sandwich. I think my ingredient was, uh, what was my ingredient? I think it was, um, uh, what was it? Tuna. Yeah, mine was tuna. <laughs> I'm, I'm all right with that. Jono's was raw egg. It was on a sandwich. Okay, not so much. Uh, then there was a some, some type of chili paste. And then there was garlic paste. Oh. And then there was Vegemite. <laughs> it was disgusting. I had a little bite just to see what it was like. I was just curiosity killed me. Just like the uh, other time of the habanero, curiosity yeah, kills me. Jeez, mate. You know, joking curiosity would have killed you if John had picked setting up camp. You just would have helped him. <laughs> oh, jeez, oh, I just want to get like? involved with that. No, no, I know what that's like. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a horrible uh, concoction of of yeah. a sandwich. He uh, he could still taste it for days. But the funny thing was, we had um, uh, the the camp uh, the gourmet camp chef with us. And he wanted to, to try as well, so there was another half, right? He liked it. Oh, really? He thought it was fantastic. How much garlic paste are we talking? A lot. Like, we, yeah. we weren't being nice. <laughs> it was it was quite mean. We felt bad, but felt good at the same time. Yeah, right. <laughs> Is this a yeah. thing where he has to eat the whole thing? Did he eat the whole sandwich? We we let him off after he ate half a sandwich. Half That's a bad. sandwich. And this yeah. is, you, you just crack the egg into <laughs> the sandwich. It was the funniest thing ever, man, because he was, he was, like, chewing it, and he's like... And we're like, what's it like? He's like, oh. he's like, well, you know, the garlic just comes back and it says, hello. But then <laughs> the curry paste goes, I'm here too. <laughs> the way he described it was, I was and that, that's what just, oh, I've got to try this. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not, oh, that sounded all right to me, but I don't, yeah. I just, uh, it sort of ruins the camping experience for me a little bit. It wouldn't set my night up very well. Oh, it was the end of the day. Oh, it was actually the end of the trip. Uh, yeah. Did I? Did actually? Did we film when I was about to eat the chili? That was camera off, wasn't it? I think it was. Yeah, I think it was camera off. Because you, you were close. John was so close. persuasive to like because he just handled it so well. Then Ronnie, I think, thought, "Oh, I'm going to go for it. It's not going to be too bad." And then sort of these chilies? early, early on, you were sort of a bit like, "Oh, it is hot, but it's not." You know, it's not too bad, sort of thing. That was the end of talking. I, I had one in my hand. I was just going to take a bite because Jono's he's holding it there, saying, "So good, just have a go." <laughs> and then I was about to. I had it in my hand, and then I turned back to have a quick look at you, and your head down with like something dripping off your nose. <laughs> I don't know if it was tears or like your nose had started to run, starting to be in a world of hurt. And I'm so happy I swiveled my head to have a quick look at you at last minute because I threw that that chili straight back in the box and uh, and enjoyed the rest of my night. Unlike you, I think the only thing that wasn't leaking was my ears, <laughs> my eyes, my nose, my mouth. I was trying to hold it together so so hard because I wanted you guys to take a bite because I was like, wow, and and I just couldn't stop. It was like, it was like a dog looking looking at someone about to feed it. <laughs> just you know, everything was watering. It's just, yeah, just uncontrollable salivation. Oh, yeah, it was that, yeah, that was the reason. <laughs> I was the pretty reason. happy with that. Pretty yeah. satisfied. Wish with, the um, camera hadn't that. just been yeah. rolling for that part. That oh, was so funny. I bet you were, mate. Well, I was I was very happy. We were not really You said around. that you would do it if I did it. And then you just did it while me and Dago were talking. <laughs> you, just, you just bit into it. I, t- I tried a little bit. Yeah, you did try a little yeah. bit. That John didn't say it past. I didn't try a seed, but even the the whatever I tried was bloody hot yesterday morning. Well, as long as you guys were entertained, you know. I was entertained absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I had a ball. I love that. <laughs> it lasted for about half an hour. It was like being bitten by one of those sergeant ants. Oh, really? On the tongue? No, no, just oh, well, I yeah. just had, it is in the time it, on the tongue. The time it hung around. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, actually, that's. I know someone's been bit on the tongue by a bull ant. Oh, really? Yeah, it's pretty funny. I know someone's been bitten on a nutsack. <laughs> Torben. <laughs> Torben did. He had one crawl up his pants or something. Oh. And while he was driving, yeah, and um, it was like he felt something up his leg and he's like slapping around and then it bit him around the groin area while he was driving. Far out. Yeah. I wasn't with him at the time, but he, he did, yeah. This is, we're going way off course here because I want to, now, actually, I'm going to ask, keep going off course. What about that story last night that you were telling us about that snake? Oh, in the swag. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, you, you, you my, my brother-in-law, the uh, yeah. yeah, the oil and gas um, exploration driller. Yeah. When he used to do that. Yeah. So, so they were out, out camping. I think out in the gold fields, like here, or it might have been in the Pilbara. 
and you know the old traditional swag um, that just lays on top of yeah. you. So um, what had happened was that night it was pretty cold, so a snake had gone into one of the swags, and the the bloke who was sleeping in the swag, he noticed the snake going in. He Felt knew it what it was coming through. Yeah. So he had, he had to stay awake all night, all morning until. It was warm enough outside, and the snake buggered off. Yeah, so, so he he moves in that swag, or tries to get out. Like if he panics, yeah, if he if he panics, if he moves, you know, yeah. you might you might get tagged. But you don't know what kind of snake it was. It could have been a python, but out here, more likely uh, something venomous. That is, yeah, <laughs> that is, that would have been the longest night, yeah, of his life by far. I would have thought. I, I would say so. I, he wouldn't have got much sleep. And I don't know what sort of tip you can give. Look, I, <laughs> if you've got one. I like snakes. I love snakes, but yeah. in that situation, you, you'd be shitting yourself. He's handled it pretty well, though. Well, that's, he's. You know, I'm guessing he's still alive now. But yeah, yeah. That's, um, yeah. yeah he, he has some really interesting stories, but uh, from out there. But um, yeah, right. one one about a soul lake too. But we'll, we'll tell that a bit later, I think. But yeah, maybe on the way out. <laughs> um, let's uh, let's talk about hygiene, actually. Yeah, we've been waiting to talk about this on the pod for a long time. The camp it's, hygiene. Yeah, we sort of toyed with the idea a little bit, but we thought we could probably do a whole You'd show on it just about. Like, you probably could. But I think it's it's good to touch on now because I could probably learn a thing or two. I haven't showered since Monday. Yeah, um, that's, that's why I'm sitting over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you have showered, so you... Oh, uh, look, I had a shower, was it yesterday? Or well, yeah. Hang on, first of all, what day is it now? Oh, it's Thursday. So it's been four days for you. Four days. That's not too bad, yeah. to be honest. You, you, but yeah, like, yeah. I haven't been like disgustingly. Like, if I if we stop at a roadhouse, I'll splash my face, and I've got the little on tap shower that I can I've rinsed my hair with and stuff like that. You've been changing. Been changing. Yeah. Daily. Um, day and a half. Yeah. On average. Yeah. That's generally like two days. <laughs> Maybe two days. Day and a half. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty filthy. Put it that way. It's yeah. I'm at that stage now where it's like, look, I probably should have had a shower yesterday. Even the shower. At camp, because you're only using like a bucket of water, ideally. Yeah. Um, when you get home, you're still going to go, oh, that wasn't a tan. That yeah. was dirt. <laughs> so it, it does, like, having a shower at camp definitely freshens you up, makes you feel a lot better, um, especially if it's been quite a few days. So the method that you uh, you probably observed the other day was uh, a steel bucket yep. on the fire, yep. generally about eight to nine to ten litres. That's your buckets. Yep. Um, get one that's pressed, not one that's glued, because they will fail eventually. Yeah, okay. Uh, and then you put, you can put that straight on the fire. You can heat it up. But the thing is, you can also use that bucket to make other things in it. But you're drawing the water from the bucket with with um, ideally a um, a 12-volt pump, pump, which you can just get from any camp store. Um, so I've got my own makeshift pump, but it's... I, remember, I, had it, I had it reversed actually, so I had the flow going the wrong way. So when I started, I was all undressed, ready to have a shower, and I'm I'm, I'm pumping bubbles into the bucket. <laughs> so I swapped it around. Um, look, nine liters will give you a decent shower. Yep. Uh, if you want to wash your hair, you may want to throw another four liters in if you want to do a proper job. Yeah, righto. Yeah. But I generally wash my hair when I get back. But. Yeah, I wash my hair out, but I don't shampoo it. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So I, yeah. I, I just wash myself. I feel really good. Um, so the idea is wet yourself, maybe a litre, half a litre, soap yourself up completely, and then just fingers crossed that that shower pump you have doesn't run out of power. Yeah. So how much, how, how big does that shower pump? Imagine um, doing that, imagine doing yeah. that run. Um, I used to have a companion one, and it's like the size of, of like a, so it's a coffee mug. Tiny. Yeah, and that usually drops in. Yep. Um, I've I've gone through two of those. They do fail yeah, eventually. Okay. Yeah. Um, I remember once by myself out in the outback. Um, sometimes I camp by myself. The uh the propeller in it that that drives the water into it, uh, <laughs> wasn't spinning. The metal metal rod inside it was spinning, but the plastic wasn't spinning. Right. So it was a cheap one. So I was soaked up, ready to go. No water. Yeah, right. No, okay. water, no water coming out of the shower. <laughs> but I was by myself, so I could just walk around and set up a Were you bag by yourself, though? You never know who's watching after last well, night. Oh, yeah, that's, that's it. You never know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, nine, nine litres, that, that's enough. Yep. But if you want to really save water or you can't be bothered getting it out, it's too cold. Yep. The other method is you boil a billy. Uh, you can boil a jet boil or whatever. Like, you, you know, yep. maybe you make a hot tea, pour your tea, 
whatever's water, water's left, get those microfiber cloths from Bunnings. They're like oh, yeah, 10 yeah. bucks a yep. bag. Dip it in there into boiling water. That's yep. fine. And then swing it in the air and then touch it. If it's still too hot, give it another swing. And then you can towel dry yourself. It's yeah, like when yeah. you're on an airplane, you get the hot towel. Yeah. How good is that? Yeah, that is nice. Because there is, I mean, I've been using wet ones, sort of baby wipe sort of style stuff, just to at least clean my face and my hands. And Do you rinse off afterwards though? Because they leave like a residue. No, I don't. And it's been terrible. Like yeah. I'd feel less dirty for doing it, but it does. It leaves like a, it leaves like a layer on you or something. Yeah. And like, a bit sticky. Yeah. It's sticky in your hands on the wheel, on the wheel and yeah, stuff like that. But yeah, I, I just, I, I don't know if I need to look into that little shower setup. but then I suppose if you're not going for a serious amount of times or you're camping on fresh water or. Um, you never know what happens. You never know what happens, though. Yeah, so yeah. It it is good to have. Um, it, it is actually really good to have, uh, and it doesn't cost much. It doesn't take up much, nah, much space. No. Nah. Um, yeah, but look, the the rag method is really good. Just remember to to do your face first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> before yep. you work your way down. Yes. Good point. Um, and then just before bed. Yeah, just towel dry yourself. And get rid of get rid of the rag. Put it in your bin bag. Yeah. Sa- save it to clean something on your car. That's not a, a workbench or something. <laughs> yeah. But I just want to point out as well to anyone listening. I mean, they might be thinking that's that's a bit gross. We're pretty hygienic, to be honest. Every time someone goes for for a wee, yep. You know, they come back, wash their hands, or they sanitize yeah. their hands yeah, every sure. single time. Yep. I haven't observed one person who has not done that. Yeah. Um, out of the five of us. Yep. No, and I think that's important. Yeah, hundred percent. Oh, you don't. You're obviously you don't have the creature comforts of like you would at, at home, but it's mm. there's still ways. Like I know I haven't showered in a few days, but yeah, yeah, you know you're going home. Still right? brushing my teeth. I know I'm on the way home. Yeah. I'm I'm sort of I've I've used the wet ones, although I haven't rinsed it off. But you know, I'm forever yeah. under your tap or under mine, just giving the hands a rinse, and yeah, even the arms, like the dust just collects. You just wipe it off. So there's. There are different options. You don't have to have a shower, of course. Some people love not. I, I know that you know those people that just love the dusty, dirty feeling of camping. Yeah, it's um, just like I don't need to worry about a shower. I, like they, I do. I, I can get to that too, and and I do enjoy that. I'm probably there at the moment. You just got to get like down with the dirt. I, yeah. I'm not like that right now. Yeah. Um, because I know I'm, I know I'm going home pretty soon. So, but if I knew I was going to be out here for a bit longer, it's a way of just committing to yeah, not to, being yeah, worried yeah. about it. Yeah, 100%. Um, I agree. It's the best way. I reckon the hardest part for most people is is two days in. You feel like you want to shower. Yeah. And then the longer you go, the easier it is. But then it does get to like, say, day eight. You're going to want to clean yourself up. Yeah, yeah. What about your bedding inside the – it's probably down the hygiene lines. But say when you get home later on today, the bedding – that sits up in the roof in the roof conversion. Yeah. Do you like, will you strip that out, give it a wash, clean, or will you leave it in there and, and wait and, um, and just use it next time? Every trip, I don't wash it. Um, I look. I, I make sure I'm clean before I get up. Yeah. Um, I don't. That that's one thing. Look, if if I took the kids with me yep. and we're at the beach or we're here, and then they got the rooftop and I got the swag. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll then clean it because yeah, it'll, right. it'll be filthy. Yeah, you know? kids bringing um, stuff in. Yeah, yeah. But I'm very conscious of uh, w- you know what goes out there with me. Yeah, and yeah, and I, I use uh, actually the bedding. <laughs> I've got four sheet pelts sewed together, and that's what I lay on top of. Right. It is amazing. If it's hot, it's still good. If it's cold, it's very good. Yeah. Right. If it gets too cold, I can just put it over me. Yeah, right. Yeah, it is amazing. Yeah, right. I haven't actually looked. I've seen the edge of it, but I haven't actually looked up and in. I'll have to check that out. Um, yeah, so the, I mean, I, I don't know what I'll do with the swag. I'll leave the sleeping bag in there now. Yeah. I've got a sheet on the mattress, though, just to. Yeah, sheet on the mattress is good. Keep that sort of tidy and a little bit more uh, like a bed. But I love. I love jumping into that thing. Like, like you say, make sure you're clean and you don't. The, the worst thing is getting out in the morning. Spending the rest of the day mucking around, and then you get back in the swag, and it's just like you feel it down at your feet, like all the <laughs> grainy sand and. Well, yuck. that's where um talcum powder. Oh, that's yeah, that's yeah. the old trick. Did Trust we, me, we, talcum powder is the bomb. Yeah, for sand, it just comes off. Yeah, and it smells nice too. Yeah, oh, right, oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Well, that's 
Yeah, it's interesting. The shower is one that I'm going to definitely look into. But did you didn't you forget your toothbrush at the buy one? Oh, I knocked my. Oh, I forget. I forgot to buy one. I knocked. I don't know where I've. I've knocked that into my tub somewhere, and I just. Okay. I think it's under something. Yeah. Because I wouldn't have. Definitely wasn't on the ground when we left. Yeah. I remember putting it on the edge of my tub, just on the. But I, yeah, it'll be in there somewhere. But I'm just at the moment. I'm. Um, oh, Jesus! This, this isn't good. But I'm just like eating toothpaste to brush my teeth. Um, so Jesus, <laughs> I am sound like a grub. If it's really bad. You can also get some charcoal from the fire, like just, you know, from the real thin bits of wood. Yeah. And you can rub that in your mouth. Really? Yeah, it gets that furry, furry thing out. Oh, right. It also gets the taste out. Oh, really? Yeah, it tastes, it would taste burnt afterwards, but oh, I didn't know it, it kind of cleans it out. I mean, they even sell toothpaste with charcoal in it these days, you know? Oh, actually, I have seen that. Yeah. Yeah, right. It's a good, it's a good cleaner. Just don't go too hard. Oh, there you go. I didn't, I, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't actually know that. There was something else I was going to mention about my. Set up, but no, I just kissed the mic again. Um, well, I think, I think, um, talking about hygiene and your setup, you have a canopy that is canvas, yep, right? So dust is going to get in there. You are forever going to be dusty when you grab stuff, yeah, every time I touch stuff, it. yeah. However, everything inside the box is fine. I can relate to that with <clears> my 79 Ute, yep, everything just goes in the back, it gets super dusty. But the thing is, you set up your swag. Then you go wash your hands. Yeah. You don't go wash yeah, your hands yeah, in between. Yeah. yeah. You you do your task and you commit to the dirt and just if you want to save on water, just time when you're gonna wash yeah. your hands. Yeah. No, yeah. I like that. I like it. Um I, I mean, yeah, we can keep going forever on hygiene, but I think we we park it. Park it? I think we park it. I feel like it's a time to park it and we maybe head to the uh, the newly sponsored segment around the fire pit. Oh yeah. Brought to you by Maxis Tires. Very grateful to be on board. Yep, Maxis Razors. I've yeah. got the MTs. That's them over there. Yep. Um, looking mean, but uh, we've actually got a few questions out here Done on the Done a few K's on this trip. Um, <laughs> I think uh, yeah, it, it, we've got a couple of questions to come. They may be from some of the crew that we're travelling with. If there's three questions, I'm going to guarantee that it's from the three people that we're travelling with. Because um, again, we've got no service to check to check any of the lines. But uh, you heard that sound? It was a chair, not me. Ah, I got done with that the other night. Um, back I at the other way, four wheel drive. Yeah, that's what happened to me like too. Anyway, the four wheel drive podcast driven by Shelter. <laughs> well, it's that time now. Around the fire pit, sponsored by Maxis. Brought to you by Maxis. We have we haven't decided on that yet, have we? No, we haven't. Um, Get a grip. I Get a grip with Maxis. Yeah. <laughs> I like that one. I don't know if they like that one, but I like that one. Or, um, yeah, the old debate, MT versus AT. Mm. Mud terrain versus all terrain. What are you going to go? Mud. Going to go mud? Yeah. I'm going to try mud. N- never tried mud. Mud tyres. Yeah. These, they're very quiet, these ones. For a mud terrain, they're, yeah. they're quiet. I think, yeah. you'd be, I think you'd be quite pleased. But to be honest, on a, on a Troopy or a 70 Series, you could put tractor tyres yeah and did you still hear everything else yeah I'll take Jono's <laughs> word for it though he did he did second that and in the FJ Cruiser so he's got the same size uh, where you're going oh yeah, yeah. righto yeah, yeah yeah but it's uh, yeah it's that time for the questions yeah. around the fire pit and uh, um, I know the fire pit isn't here um <laughs> It was over it there. It was over there, but tell you what, the fireball in the sky is starting to really heat up now. Uh, it um, is. It is. Yep. So, yeah. Let's let's get moving, boys. Yeah. Let's get James moving. James already moving. a little bit sunburned so. <laughs> <laughs> You guys wanted to stay on the side. Rafa! <laughs> what are you doing? What? Are you kidding be, me? This can't be real. Oh, my God. This can't be real. <sighs> How much water is he drinking? Right, look, I... No I, joke. This is, actually, this is legit. Rafa, he's going. He's, and he's not standing there for like three seconds. Like, yeah, these are long pisses. Jeez. Hey, how many? How many is that now? He's got. Five. He's got a handful. Five. Just make sure you uh, wash and sanitize your hands, mate. All right, this We're just is... talking about hygiene over here. <laughs> yes, <laughs> sanitize those hands. That's what our set looks like at the moment. Anyway, I'll put this away. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> let's get into it before far out. Rafa needs to go to the toilet again. All this sun. Yeah, all this sun melts everything. I think these boys are struggling, so all right, we'll, we'll, we'll get going. Fuck. It's great. Yeah. Uh, first question for you, Dago. What's your ideal camp setup or your like ideal kind of car, truck, whatever, droopy? Nah, I'm pointing at the swag. 
Nah, point out the tree. <laughs> nah, it, it, that 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 is honestly that's probably the dream for something that's very um, capable off road, take you anywhere. Uh, get the comfort of a rooftop tent without actually carrying one on the roof racks and losing any roof space. It's just all that being travelling with you, the two troopies. Um, yeah, definitely that would be probably the the best setup that I could think of. But in saying that, is it the best for me at the moment or what I see myself going forward with? I don't know. I want to try it one day for sure, but it's a big thing just to try because it's there's a, you know a lot of coin that goes into them as well. So it's a big uh, commitment. It is, yeah. Yeah. So look, having having best of both worlds. Um, when I say best of both worlds, it's all it's all to what we like. So my best of both worlds may not be for someone else. Someone else's best of both worlds will be a caravan. Yeah. And maybe a, a cabin, right? Yep. <laughs> for me, having two vehicles so I can jump from a rooftop. And then I can I can go back to the 79 with the tray and be down to earth by being on the ground again. It's um I love that I'm able to do that. If I had to pick the setup, to be honest, I if I could only pick one of them, and I absolutely love that troopy driving across, and it is the best option when you're going across the Nullarbor and you're going around. It is the best option to go into a camp and pop it up. But I really love rolling out a swag for example on a salt lake like this sometimes like last night i almost felt like i was missing out on setting up camp in a way because when you're like rolling out the swag you got the fire roaring in the background and it's just a simple life and that's kind of why we come out here this makes a simple life a lot easier yeah and luxurious uh and it's awesome yeah i love it but if I could only do one thing out of those two options, yeah. I think I would end up back at the swag oh, on, on the ground. Yeah, righto. It's interesting you say that because I've, like I've, the only thing that I play around with at the moment is how I set things up in the back of the back of the ute. So I've, I've gone back to a swag from a rooftop tent because I, the rooftop tent just wasn't working for me for a couple of different reasons. But just playing around with the setup in the back of the tub has made me fall in love with that setup a little bit more even so yeah. I obviously chose that for a reason but having the swag rolling that out like you say it's on the roof it's out of the way I've cleared up so much space just by changing a few things around and how I set things up and we've got more gear than I came over with because picked up Jaden and you know we've got camera bags now and Sorry, suitcases mate. and um, <laughs> we've still we've still got a few a couple of forward drive podcast shirts uh, still available um, but it, I've I've got more space just from packing it a different way. So I've fallen back in love with the. It's amazing. My setup you again. Change it a little bit. Um, and I'd, as soon as you started talking about that, I my, one of my favourite sayings: comparison is the thief of joy. Mm. Um, For sure. It's not always it's not always greener on the other side, sort of thing. No, so it's sort of like yeah, that's right. You can you can look at these and, and be like, oh gee whiz, I, I'd love to yeah. be doing it that way. But then look at what you've already got. Um, if you're not happy with it, play around with it a little bit, see if you can find a different yeah. way. But the, uh, yeah, that that that's awesome. What you just said, it's it's like play around with what you got. Yeah. Because just uh, rearranging it just changes everything. Yeah. It's given me. It feels like I've got a different canopy. Yeah. Purely for that, and I'm. I feel like I'm starting to access everything in that canopy a little bit easier. So I'm just using things more than I ever have because they're easy to get to. So you think? Um, I think he's keeping a ranger now. I think I well, it, that's why I, that's <laughs> yeah. It's on a you, t-shirt. I'm loving the car though, aren't I? Like, yeah, the car is great. You are having a great time in it. Yeah, yeah. like it's just I'm just backing yeah. it. I'll just back it in. When yeah. I was when I was sitting behind your Ranger as well, I was just I was really digging the whole canvas thing. It 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 just you know look, I do like the Utes with the big aluminium canopy and all yeah. that stuff on it. They look they look cool. The wheels hang off the back, yeah. but I reckon that there, like it sort of I don't know, it just sings like. Outback sort of travel, especially when you got yeah. all the dust that's stuck to the canvas. Yeah, that looks alright, eh? Um, that, yeah, it, I really it, dig it. Yeah, and I mean, seeing Mitch and Jess from Wandering Oz, their canopy is probably like my favourite that I've seen. It's really, it's just really clean. I like that they've kept it nice and simple in there, and there's big spaces that they can fill with boxes or yeah. um, carry bags and stuff like that. I love that. I'd hundred percent go that as well, and that would probably be be before I went something like a troopy. 
albeit that being the yeah. the dream potentially. But um, it, it's funny though; the grass is always green on the other side. Yeah. So say if I was yeah. sitting out here and we're doing the same podcast right now, and I had the seventy nine on the swag, I may be saying the opposite, you, the, you know, yeah, yeah. because yeah, yeah. I I know I have that option. So it's hard for me to to say, hey, this is this is what it is. Yeah. But there's there's no denying that I love rolling out of swag. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, there's something about it. Just I, sitting yeah. on the dirt. You yeah. were taking a few pictures of um, the Wandering Oz setup. Yeah, I, I like that a lot. Yeah, I like that a lot. So that's, but I think that the last three nights, um, camping. Yeah, like I'm pretty happy with what I've got. Like I've, it's definitely everything I need, and especially I can just take it all out, put it in the shed when I get home, and then I'm taking the dogs for a run tonight, and they've got plenty of space and. Yeah, just um, having the versatility, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so the thing is, if your setup is cluttered, it doesn't mean you need more space. It means you're bringing too much shit. Yeah, good point. And that, that's something that people need to realise. Oh, that took yeah. me a long time to realise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I I think, I mean, have we got one more question or can I... Can keep, I keep, keep going. Can I ask a question here? Ask a question, right. mate. So, Dago, you can throw a different question or the same one back at me. What have you brought that you didn't use? Yeah. And what have you brought that you definitely used? So it's interesting because surfboard. Oh, yeah, the surfboard. I have <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was, I was talking I was to John about well here. Surfboards out there. I hope there's a bit of swell here. I'd, you I'd, got a wave rock. <laughs> <laughs> True. Get that. I didn't even get a lot of swell on the east coast when I was over there. But anyway, um, I'm not a very good surfer by any means. So. Uh, max tracks. I haven't used a max tracks yet. Well, We're not off the salt lake. We yet. haven't really. Yeah, seek adventure I mean it is adventurous driving along the, the air highway and coming to a place like this and, and stuff and the spots that we've stayed yeah. yeah but it's been sort of quite easy I, I, I haven't to be honest everything on top of my drawers I've, I've used so at well, some, everything under then yeah so I've only used the front two boxes which are my kitchen boxes so, okay um, one's sort of pots and pans and clean up alright and the other one's just so plates, knives, forks. And there's six boxes down there. Six boxes so, down there. So yeah. our listeners can sort of gauge that. So yep. you, you got you have a drawer that pulls out. Yep. And there's six boxes. Yep. It's a really cool um, way to lightweight as well. Yep. So what's in the other four boxes? So there's tools. One's tools. One's recovery gear. Okay. Well, you need that. Yep. Just in so case. they're needed. Yeah. Um, but haven't. Are they right in the back then? Yes. Yeah. Yep. I've tried to put the heaviest ones towards, like, sort of. The middle of the yeah. car a little bit more to help with um, weight distribution but over the rear axle yeah um yeah so it's just kitchen at the front i've got tools uh max tracks gear and then one's like drill um oh, like power tools yeah power tools uh and the charges and stuff like that which is quite empty like it's, there's a drill and a little blower yeah. in there with with two different batteries uh, um, and another good thing to bring up yep you don't just because you have a box doesn't mean you need to fill it. No, and then that's what I sort of probably, probably made that mistake a little bit. I just sort of packed bits and pieces in. Mm. The one thing I don't carry with me if I was doing more remote travel and I wasn't with someone uh, or a crew, spare parts is probably one thing I'm lacking in. Um, so I would have to probably... And I, and I wouldn't know a lot about what to bring or how to fit things, but at least having them like... I, Depends on how remote you go and, and, yeah. and what you might encounter. And, a yeah. great point that Mitch said when he was doing his speak uh, talk on the Amberdale Highway is it, even if he doesn't know how to fit it, um, if he carries them, someone may come along and know how to or exactly. he might be able to pull into a road um, a roadhouse and they might be able to help yep. him and, and they might have the part, but they can actually fit it. So Exactly. It but, um, yeah, I'll throw it back, throw it back at you, mate. Like what's, what's something that maybe, maybe what you ha- instead of what you haven't used, what's something that you've used... Okay. So much that you didn't think you would. I would say, because I don't have any fire cooking gear with me, I would say I've used that gas cooker a lot. Yeah, I think right. most of the meals we sort of prepared all around that kitchen. That kitchen has been awesome. And that's probably one thing I'm lacking if I have the, the ute in the 79. Like I said before, like, you know, there's nothing better beats rolling out of swag. Yeah. However, when you go to cooking and stuff, that's probably the worst part if you're working out of boxes and you don't really have anywhere to prepare it if you have a tray. Not too bad with a tailgate. That's where the, the, the troopy really stand, has stood out for me. Yep. It's like having that kitchen bench, everything's just right there, all your utensils, everything, pots and pans, everything. Um, we've mainly been using that space, yep. which has been great. Um, for, look, 
I think there's not much in that troopy that I haven't used. I'm pretty happy with what I've got in there and I've kind of I've gone a bare bones to be honest. Yep. I haven't actually packed for like a proper trip because I drove over to Sydney and then yeah, I was meant yeah. to grab some stuff there. So stuff I haven't used. You know, the only stuff we haven't used on the way on the way back to Perth is really our camera gear, which has been quite yeah. quite refreshing. It's yeah, like definitely. having a little bit of a break. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And everything's got a got a spot in the troop, yeah. which is cool. Once you sort of do pack up, you, everything fits nicely in a in a designated yeah. space. Uh, honestly, I think I think I've jagged it. I think I think I've jagged it. Uh, like not bringing too much stuff. Yeah, I normally bring too much. Yeah, I can't bring anything. John, if you think of something, just put your hand up a bit later and just let me know because I can't think of anything. Yeah. Um, oh, solar blanket. Oh, yeah. I haven't used haven't a solar used blanket because we're constantly moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to pull mine out for an Arvo, but... Yeah. Now I feel better. I, I found something. Good. <laughs> you got something. There we go. Uh, I feel like that's a good place to, to wrap it up. Yeah. You guys cool. happy with that? Yeah, I'm happy with that. The one thing I do want to add that I was wanting to talk about, um, and we're going to take this sort of back to where we started with the beginner versus the expert sort of style of thing. Um we were chatting yesterday, Jade and I, on the uh, how how confident I am, to, and we haven't done any hard stretch of track or anything like that. It's all been very simple and stuff that I've done before, but just the confidence in travelling with someone that has been is very experienced in four driving, camping, all of this stuff. Because so I, I, I suppose I'm going there because my advice to someone that wants to get into it or is just getting started or or building a car for the first time is Talk, there's always someone you know that that is into this um, yeah. into this stuff and and is either good at it or, or handy on the tools or um, we can it, reach out you know? yeah you can reach out but I, I just the confidence that it's filled us with traveling with you guys um, if something was to go wrong we've got you know we've got help we've got someone that's probably been in the situation before and can help us out of it so it's just like the you know that so different to solo traveling um, or traveling with people that are all new to it so I was just I wanted to throw that out there for people that are that are listening or coming on board for to four wheel driving for the first time that um, yeah so bad thing to bring up find really. your mates that that have done it before and, and know yeah. it'll be better than you there's no there's no sort of because if you are travelling with a bunch of people that never travelled before you kind of feel like responsible for them yeah as well yeah, yeah, so 100%. so um you know for example if you if you're doing like a big trip and then a mate brings a mate and you know, you've all talked about preparing the cars, but they haven't really prepared the car. Yeah. I know uh, John has told me a few stories about, you know, they did a Cape York trip and there was a few people that hadn't actually serviced their car and stuff and yep. things, things went wrong. Yeah. But, and then it falls back on a group, it slows everyone down, they've got to sort it out. But, you know, they, it's, it's an experience, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Like, having more people with you, you definitely feel more comfortable something mm. should go wrong. Yeah. When you're on your own. Uh, you definitely there's some things you wouldn't do. Yep. And you and there's some and if you're questioning yeah, should I do this, probably don't probably do don't, it. Yeah. Yeah. That's so. good. I, I was, yeah, just lean on your mates, I suppose, or lean lean on us if you've got stuff as well, because obviously we yeah you know we, these are around the fire pit. We usually do in studio and and that questions like this that we like to answer, or especially you mate. So we'll wrap it up there. Um, it's actually one more thing. Oh yeah. We got um, in Adelaide. We got a good suggestion. Send in your voice messages. We can play those oh, on yeah, the podcast. Yeah. If you've got voice yeah. messages you want to send in, you want to ask us a question, yep. send those in, email it to us, send it through it on our Instagram, yep. and yep. Uh, we'll answer those. But send your questions in as well. Could we also ask people to, like, um, you know, for example, uh, my name is uh, Tim, I'm an astronomer. Yeah. This is the type of car I'm driving. Yeah, this Tim, is... please get in touch with us. Yeah, we we, we need Timmy to know. Mod, I'll just uh, use uh, that uh, as an example so anyone could really just leave us a message about the yeah. car. We'd love to hear about the type of travel they do and their car what year it is and all that yeah that even if it's cool. not a question just yeah. send us in your setup. just talk to us yeah, yeah. Just, just have a chat, chat. Just have a um, let's wrap this up I'm boiling um, the wind started to pick up a little bit there so and I got caught in my tracksuit pants what got caught that's never happened before oh you got caught on camera in your tracksuit yeah. pants oh, I, was gonna, I was like what got caught in tracky pants um, <laughs> um, alright let's wrap it up from Salt Lake City here uh <laughs> Thank you to Shelter. We're the four-wheel drive podcast driven by Shelter. Thank you to Maxis on board. Thank you to Southern Riverman. Let it ride, seeing us out. 
Thank you to Jono, Rafa, Jaden, Ronnie. I've had a ball. So uh, this has been great. It'll be sad to um, yeah, part ways. Yeah, thanks to all the boys joining us. And thanks to you, Liam. Yeah, um, been good fun. Four Drive Podcast, driven by Shelter. Thank you very much. 700 cars, go ahead. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.